0: Now you can also listen to us on your favorite podcast with just a search, Faith Temple and Fkog. Listen on the go with your favorite streaming platforms, like YouTube, Spotify, Audible, Apple, Amazon Music, Google, Facebook, iHeartRadio and TuneIn. If you would like more information about us, you can visit our website at www.ftncog.org. Join us Sunday at 11am and Bible study is now on Wednesdays at 7pm. Online giving made easy with GiveLify. try it now. Like and subscribe to our YouTube page. Go to youtube.com slash at f-t-f-cog.
1: the lord amen we're gonna go ahead and open up bible study amen we're gonna elder right you want to lead us in prayer and we'll close out in prayer
2: tonight amen Uh, yes sir so father god in heaven we thank you for another day that you have blessed us with god we thank you that you have opened our hearts and our minds oh god to hear your word and receive it father we ask you to touch to speak of the hour of god that he teach your word unto us father i pray god for every one of the my force, everybody, their families, oh God, that they are here, oh God, your word through now, Father. We come against every sickness oh God, everything that the enemy is trying to do, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we bless you right now. God, we as you to strengthen us, oh God, like number before, oh God, as we walk in your word, oh Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you.
1: Amen. Uh, we're gonna try uh, Baba said a little different. Tonight, where it might not be different, but we always pretty much do a, a feedback. But I uh, came across a, a scripture and someone used for me to say that they were saved, and uh, their whole salvation is based on this one scripture, and they did not see a requirement for uh, repentance. And I wondered, and I was asking God, and when I Discussed it, Amen. With the young men, I showed them open the scriptures up uh, and showed them what I what I believe. Uh, in the time that we are struggling now, with so much false doctrine all around us, and false teachings, and false preaching, Amen. Uh, this is doing some of the stuff that we're going to encounter. And uh, when the Lord spoke to us last Sunday and told us to take God with us. Uh, uh, and for us to go forward amen I took that as God saying we need to help everybody else to took that we need to be going forward and get spreading the gospel uh, to this world amen and uh, now uh, we said to the unsaved hallelujah and to the to the world but we know now the people have uh, infiltrated the uh, church in a way where, they sit amongst us, and we're saying they're saved, too. But we have to look at the word of God, amen, to, 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 to identify and to know uh, uh, what is right and what is wrong, because the word is truth. And that's all we have uh, to base our uh, faith on, amen. And it came out of uh verse from the scripture, so when I read it, I'm gonna see if we give y'all some, some time to think about it and then try to, I'm gonna play the devil's advocate. You try to persuade me why I what does it say or how does it say I should repent? Amen. And we'll do that just for not for a long period of time, but we want to see if we are, we have to be equipped to answer these questions. And we go over things and we never practically put them to use. Uh, when we was in the military, we trained and then we went on maneuvers where we had to put that training into action. Uh, The church sometimes, uh, we get the training and we get the knowledge, but we never go on no maneuvers or we never go out, venture out into the world to use the training. And we never, and so we never get a chance, opportunity to, to see if we are equipped enough to spread the gospel. So uh, God said, go forth and take God with him from last Sunday's message. And so we need to uh, look at what God is telling us. It's not to be sitting at home, and me and you talking about God. And So iron as iron, that's good. But we have to go forth and do the work because James said, you doers of the word not just here is other words. So the scripture that I'm gonna start with and I'm serious things y'all take tight think about it. I'm playing the, the uh the unsaved you are the one that's gonna to have to tell me what what I need to do because I'm saved according to this scripture Romans 10 and 9 Romans 10 and 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has saved him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's it. I confess Jesus and I believe in my heart. I'm saved. There's no requirement. It doesn't say anything in there about me requiring me to be repentant. It doesn't say anything in there about me being, having to change my life. I'm saved.
3: Fish, may I say something? Yes, Mother first The first problem is just pulling out a single scripture. The word is line upon line, precept upon precept. If you continue reading, I mean, just pulling out one scripture and saying, that's it. You need to read the whole context, the complete verse. Even in the next verse, it says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So that believing must be of the heart and unto righteousness. So verse 9 is fine and good, but then keep on reading is what I was saying. Okay,
1: okay I, I read that I'm confessing at my heart. That that you know, believe unto righteousness. I confess it with my mouth. I, I, I believe that. So I, I'm. I, there's no nothing else saying. I have to change
3: anything. But is your heart? I'm
1: saved. My pastor, a pastor read this scripture to me and told me I was saved.
3: With with that heart, is it believing unto righteousness? That heart you're talking about that you.
2: Confessed from. I want to just jump in because when you read it like that, are you asking, uh, am I saved? Are you asking, after I'm saved, then there's some things I need to do. Because in the sense with that, yes, you are. But to stay saved, then there's a, a process. Now, if you confess with your heart like Mother said earlier, I'm just thinking out loud. You know, to confess with your heart, that means that you have to believe that you already accepted that that Jesus is Lord. So now you confessing it out with your mouth. So I'm not, I'm just trying to um, play around, figure out where you're going because confessing that you are saved in the sense like that, if you believe it, but there's more to it. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying to see where you're going with it.
3: And <laughs> I am. said. To, to, to say that you're believing with your heart, what brought you to that belief? Because it's conviction of your sin. There's a recognition of the need for salvation. There's a recognition that you're a sinner that can only be saved through a relationship with Jesus Christ. So I could walk out here and say I'm a duck. <laughs> let, me, let,
1: me give you, let, me, let me give you a little bit more information. I was in church and the man's kids come to the altar. And he, and he prayed over he said who wanted to be saved And i said i want to be saved and he said he prayed just read that one scripture to me so i'm saved he didn't
3: so say why, me, do why, why do' you want to be saved why why do you want to be saved everybody
1: because right. everybody else is doing it and i went up there too
3: so like we're i'm trying this is
1: this is what we're going <laughs> to encounter <laughs> out on the street because <laughs> this he was very adamant that he was saved and he didn't have to do anything else to be saved. He has to
4: have a repentance heart. What's that? He has to have a repentance
1: heart of things and he doesn't
4: doesn't
1: doesn't say say that he does. It
4: doesn't, doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. That's what we gotta
1: explain. Go down there and stay until to him. Can gonna, y'all
4: see? I'm I'm yeah. just, just telling you I don't
3: know. If you confess confessing with the mouth and believing what the pastor
1: said. I believe what the truth is. I believe that Jesus is the son of God.
3: Yeah,
1: if the pastor said, it, then you are
3: saved.
1: So I'm saying. But. No, no you end the no but in there. Your scripture doesn't say but.
2: And, and that's what I was saying earlier. When you read it like that, yes, you are. Because when you read, like Mother said, when you read verse 10, it says, But with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. So you believed it. Now you're confessing it out with your mouth. So you want to stay there, yes. But if you wanted to grow and continue, there's more.
3: And also <laughs> Why should I have you, to grow? I'm saved. Bishop, I'm saved. the very foundation on which you're building salvation, you don't even seem to recognize as the individual the need for salvation or understand what salvation is. When I, I can identify with that statement when I went up there because everybody else did. When I was 12 in the Baptist church, we were expected to get baptized around 12 years old. It didn't mean that I understood who Jesus was and who I am as a sinner, and there's no other way back to God but through Jesus Christ. And he came to fulfill the law. He didn't come here to just for you to mouth something. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little emotional about it. you right, Mother. Go ahead. Uh, See, you know, I mean, mother, you, what's the foundation, what's the basis for you going up there to say, I'm confessing with my mouth and believing
2: in my uh, my heart. And because I, mother, yeah, I just wondered because um mothers hit the main key because when I was younger, I the former pastor, not Pastor Brown, but the former pastor, they used to make the youth go up there every Sunday and I used to get upset and they used to ask you did you want to be saved? And know the young people always used to say yes and they do a little crying and then we do what all we wanted to do that week. Until one time, I actually said, "No, I don't want to be saved," and they they started laying hands on me and all of that. But it was just a routineish thing. That's why I said, "What was? Why did you go up?" But you said, "But you said you went up just because the leadership asked you to go up." They know you're not saved because you they were looking save.
1: at me funny.
2: Yeah, but you know because you're not saved because you didn't confess with your heart. There, you did. not you, did, you didn't do, It wasn't a heart issue. You just did it out your mouth. So with that, no, you're not saved. It, it
1: says confessing believing in my or believing in that heart, yeah. Yeah, okay. so,
2: um. yeah, you didn't believe in your heart. You just went up there because the pastor said come up there and everybody was looking at you. And since you've seen the right thing to do at that particular time because you didn't want people to talk about you or say anything about you, you did what everybody else did. So you did not believe it in your heart. You didn't, you only confessed it out your mouth. And so you, since you confessed it out your mouth, but it didn't enter your heart, then no. So that's why I was trying that's what I was trying to get to.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. It's it, 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 what I am trying to say, when you run across this on the street, uh, when you're out there witnessing, these people are affirming their uh doctrine or whatever that their pastor's teaching. And when they say I'm saved, who are you to tell me that I'm not saved? And so we have to know that we have to open up this whole scriptures, as Mother and Elder Wright say, we have to take them and not take it for granted that they know what salvation is. And we have to break down salvation 101. And we have to take them in the scripture where when John was saying, repent and be baptized. We
0: do they
4: even have a foundation? Them, do, do they even have a foundation? What do you, you say from? That's what I want to know. He what did say, you say you say he saved said he what?
1: Had salvation He said he had salvation. He was saved. And he was what going did God happen.
4: save him from? What kind of salvation does he have? Salvation if you, if, you, told if 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 he if God has, you know, pricked your heart and you came up to say that you wanted to be saved, and we have prayed with you after the fact. Let's hope that the, the pastor has come and talked to him about the process of what it means to be saved, because you know, what are you being saved from? He has to first believe in his heart there has to be some kind of hope that there's a change somewhere. And if you just coming up saying that you're saved, well, what do you think you saved from? There has to be a foundation.
1: It's obvious he didn't have a foundation because he didn't know that he had to repent. He just so went basically. up there with a group of people. He went up there with a group of people and the pastor said, read this scripture over and he said i do and i confess or whatever it is. so there was no foundation deacon mclean to his uh he, he didn't know what he, he he just knew he was headed to heaven heaven he didn't know anything about sin he didn't know anything about uh, uh uh what jesus actually did and believe it or not there are people out here that really don't know who Jesus and what Jesus did. Go ahead, Mother
3: Smith. No, or I'm gonna be quiet. Somebody no, else. I just want
2: to. Ahead. I just want to say then, with that, who do that falls under? Do it falls under that person who got saved? Or do it falls under the leadership who would not give them clarity of it after they did it. They they, they didn't pull them to the side. make sure that you what are you saying out your mouth with what you are doing. You really mean it and give them a clarity and understanding
1: you looking, you're going to, I mean, we've been dealing with this on one-on-one. It, it doesn't have, all he had. L. L. Ranch is not his leadership, we know it's not the leadership, but all he has, we are to, to give them the gospel of Jesus Christ, the whole gospel, not just one of the verse. So we have to take wherever they're at, where they're at, and take them through the scripture and open it up to them where they're, and not say it's too much people to that you error, but show them what the gospel, the truth says. And in that process, you're gonna to have to take him to repentance
3: and explain to him what
1: repentance is. Yes, Mother.
3: You've been asked some very legitimate questions like what Deacon has just asked. You're not answering. As the person no. who is seeking the knowledge, you just keep repeating the same thing. But are you hearing what's being asked of you? What are you saved from? Yes, mother. I... So what's the answer?
1: All I know is I'm saved. <laughs> I'm telling you.
3: <laughs> we cast the
4: pearls this before swine, Mother, I'll this
1: is I'm saying, y'all. We laugh about it, but this is what people tell me. This is y'all think this is somebody that I talked to, and that's all they had is they were saved.
4: But you can't change a mind. You ask them, mind. You know you. Bishop, you know, I frequently I frequently witness to the girl who works in the office with me who's Muslim. And I frequently refer to the scriptures, she refers to the Quran. But when we are talking, I tell her about the contrast between Christianity and when you profess something and a life for Christ. And there has to be something about the Muslim stuff that she professes that has to cause a change in her that people notice there's something about her that she's different other than the fact that she just wears a a hijab or, or whatever you know but the life she's saved from she has to be able to profess that there's a process where when you're gonna be a part of something or saved from something you you have a foundation on which you are you are building there has to be a change there has to be something that you Recognize you need to change so that you can be saved, but you first got to recognize what you need to be saved from. From
1: what, from what I understood when talking to him, all he wanted to know, he didn't, didn't want to go to hell, and all he wanted to know, he wanted to go to heaven. And this is what his pastor, When he when all the people went up, he went up and said that uh, when he prayed that for how would they do that group thing, and they say yes, I confess it easy. And that's why he said he was saved. When I ran across him, his thing was uh, I actually didn't know uh, wh- uh, who, who Jesus was. And he said, "Oh yeah, I'm saved. I'm saved. I I I, I went for the altar and my pastor prayed on me, and, and and I confessed." That's all he had. That is all he had. He didn't know uh, 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 about anything about repentance. He didn't know anything about turning his life over to God. He just
4: knew that he was. So and he didn't confess. He didn't confess. He didn't confess. He he didn't confess what? Okay, go ahead. What did he confess? What did he confess? The
1: scripture right here. He, he confessed that Jesus was the Son of God. And,
4: and he, he saved from it, that. He saved race from race that. That race. was his confession that Jesus was the Son of God. That and that's it. He saved based off of that, off of a confession of what he didn't know what was. <laughs> and, and
1: That's based on what the scripture said, Romans 10 and 9. That's the only scripture he had.
3: And according to what you said, he wants hell insurance. He wants insurance against hell. <laughs> there
1: you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he wants hell insurance. That's right. <laughs> so so, so <laughs> he, he just had, he just, everybody he felt when it was, you, you know how you try not to bust them out of the bubble? Yeah. And, 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 and they're sincere about something, but then you got to come back around and try to explain to them what salvation is and what repentance means. Okay. And that, that takes a whole different, goes a different long way. You got to keep his attention span. So, um, yes, Mother, you want to say
3: something? Well, the scripture <laughs> says that if any man be in Christ... He's a new creation. Old things pass away, all things become new. Jesus came into the world to substitute for us because we as sinners could not be reconciled to God. Sin had to be addressed and we had to be justified by faith in Jesus Christ. Faith in Jesus Christ brings about a transformation. You don't stop with just saying I believe but you have to also then surrender your life to him. Right. Does that make any sense to You're you, brother? Right, does that make yes, any sense it does. to you?
1: Right. But he doesn't know that. And, is that. and we have to. that's what we have to explain to him, mother, the person that we ran into. Or you, you might not run into a person that you might run more knowledgeable, but, but all he had was that one little description, and he was saved. And that's all he would, his, the church said he would say, had he been back to church, not he was going to go on next Sunday. But he hasn't been back since he did this. So he had not been getting any instructions on salvation after he had gotten it. But our job is to come back against the false teaching and the false preaching that's going out there. If this is the kind of teaching that is going out there, and people walking around us saying, "I'm saved. I'm saved. I say I know who Jesus. Is. I believe Jesus is the Son of God." They they don't have to know what the salvation is. They don't know uh, all the requirements of that salvation. They haven't even really conf- knew who Jesus is to confess. Jesus is the Son of God, and that God raised him from the dead. It, 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 it's it's like when I when I was on this, driving the school bus for the middle school. And I asked the kids, did they know who Jesus was? Just a question. Just a... And only about two or three of them knew who Jesus was. Hadn't he never heard the name Jesus? And those kids were in middle school then. And then they grew up in high school. And then they go out into the world and they run across you, Mother Smith, and say, or oh, go to that church. And they say, all you got to do is confess with your mouth. And you say, okay, I want to go to heaven. I don't want to go to hell." So you can do that, what the scriptures say, and then you walk away and you tell everybody you come in contact with that you say, Well, you don't have salvation until you know what salvation is, that Dick McLean said. What what, what do you say from? What do you, who who uh, who delivered you? Uh, and so we have to as a as a church of God, we have to not understand where they're coming from and take them to one-on-one salvation. And, 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 and we had to show them as the old folks used to say take them down Romans highway and show them that they must repent and explain to them what repentance is repent is not just uh, God forgive me my sin Repent is you you I'm, you don't want to sin no more not only do you not want to sin but your heart changed inside of you that you don't even want to see sin one scripture said you don't you hate sin. Hallelujah. So, this is what we're facing with in the world. And, and we're going to come across a whole lot of this chapter. one verse. And then you got different interpretations of the Bible that's going to challenge you even more. That's why you got to have the doctrine in you or the scriptures in you so you don't be persuaded another way. Because one save always saved sounds good to anybody that wants to go to heaven. And we have to go to through, through the scripture. And tell them how to repent. And what does repentance mean? Why should I repent? And that's what we going to have to we learn it. And we now we got to apply it in our lives. Uh, on people. I'm not saying you're going to run into people black like out of there and do but But I'm just trying to use that example that this is out there and we're going to have to combat it with the word of God to tell them you just can't go to heaven just. Oh, I am got my ticket. Pre- preacher said I'm saved. You got to know what you're saved from. You got to know what are the requirements of salvation. They said you don't need holiness no more. Well, the scripture tells me without holiness, you won't see God. That's what the scripture says. So we got to look at this scripture. Then uh, Romans uh, 8, and I know a couple of y'all have jumped already on there. And the uh, brother said if you go back up there from where it started it in verse ten, chapter ten, you read on there. He's talking about Paul is praying and saying, just as Moses, you, you, you got to repent. He said Moses described the righteous, which is of the law, and you got to explain to him where the law came from. Why did we get the law? Well, the law made us guilty because we seen sin. The law, just like the law on him, if you don't never know what the speed limit is, you just driving all you want. But when you see the speed limit, then that law requires you to stop and go smaller or go slower at that speed. But if they never come to know the law, then they don't feel guilty. He didn't, if he never came to know that who, what, what law? What? Which I, I'm saved already. What law are you talking about? And this is what happens when we challenge you then, to just this perversion what, uh, generation. Uh, got you we got to take them slowly take them and explain to them what salvation is like they are a child and they are a dog so that the law came and in th- and, uh, verse number six but the righteousness which came is by faith speaks on this wise say not in thy heart who shall ascend into heaven that is to bring christ down from he- above or who shall this- sent into the deep that is to bring Christ up again from the dead. But what says it, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that the that is the word of faith which we preach. It's a faith thing you got to believe who Jesus is. Jesus was on this earth, and we I know y'all already know this. I'm just telling you, if you gotta tell them, you gotta tell them that He came, God in His flesh came here, dwelt among us redeeming mankind because he went to the cross, he rose on the third day to redeem man that they could be reconciled back to God that, they, that we could go to heaven. All he had was, I'm saved. And I know you wanted to people to tell you they saved. And they got little boom, boom, boom. But have you really turned your heart over to God? That's where the, the challenge comes from, explaining that God requires their heart. God requires this soul. God requires everything about you to be so to be His. What, what did one scripture say? Can the potter, can the pot, uh, pot say to the potter, I'm, I'm alright right, I'm this, I'm gonna do this. No. The potter is the one in charge of the, making it. He designs it, he makes it with how he wants to make it. God is the one that designed it, God designed his salvation. And we have to line up to that. We can't tell God we're going to go in because we want to. We want to be uh, the way we are. We want to live through lust. We want to live through sin. We want to. We want to. We have to explain to them, and it takes time. I'm just telling you. Get basically what I'm saying tonight. You're going to have to sharpen yourselves, and so when you run across somebody like this, you'll be able to take them step by step. But you'll lose them quick. What is repentance? Uh, you say, well, I say I'm sorry. I'm like, uh, okay, I'm sorry. When they say, okay, I'm sorry. No, just saying you're sorry don't mean you repented. Repentance means your heart has to change. If you continue to do the things that you're doing, you haven't repented. No, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. And you, that, that, that's just I, How am I supposed to do all that? <laughs> This is, scripture says this. The scripture says, we all have sinned. I told my sin, But I repented. I told God I want to do, I want my life to be not like it is now. I'm tired of living this way. I want to change. And the only way I can change is give my life to you. And I repented of that. And I don't want to live that way again. I don't want to go out there and do those things that I was doing. I want to serve God. I want to serve God so that I can get to heaven. So, yes.
3: Verse 3. I think that person that
1: you're talking about in these three devils, they're going on their own understanding. Mother Nancy, being brought up uh, verse 3. The For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Now, that's right. He hadn't. He didn't know anything about the righteousness of God. All he had was one little thing that his pastor or whoever prayed for him told him he was saved. And that one scripture stuck in his mind. And that's all he walked around. You actually said, Yeah, I'm saved. But he didn't know what he was saved from. He didn't know that he had to repent. And then when he laid down what, what repent of his, he wasn't sure that he wanted to do that. You know. Uh, Elder Proctor wrote one uh, scripture to me today and, and it's over in there, Romans the third chapter and it says God forgave me all of my sins, my past sins so what, what am I repent for? Third chapter tw- verse 25, y'all go over there what am I repent for? God already forgave me all of my, all my past sins yes God forgave us of past sins but that's after you confess and have faith in Jesus Christ he forgave the sins of the Old Testament saints, and then we are faced. We had to walk by faith and believe that God did it, and so we asked for forgiveness again. We sin tomorrow coming, we might sin again. We got to ask for, uh, for forgiveness again. But in in our life, when we're walking and sharing the gospel, which God told us last Sunday, go forward and spread the gospel. Hallelujah, and He's going to be with us. So we gotta tell them the truth. We can't say uh, uh, him and harm because if you him and harm, the they're gonna quickly punch something. Well, what makes you you sure you know? What well, you don't know. We have to get prepared, and we have to go forth and 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 spread this gospel to this uh, to this world and to the church. It says, uh, "Most said by faith. Everything he did on faith." Faith, oh man, I don't He, uh, this person, thought faith was just believing. He didn't know. If he didn't know Jesus was the Son of God, and he didn't know he died and was beaten, how do you have faith that Jesus and confess that Jesus is the Son of God? Well, I believe that God that there is a God, and I believe that. Uh, god uh had a son named jesus so so i believe but i don't he didn't know anything about the resurrection he heard about the resurrection but he would never he didn't go to church when he was small he didn't have anybody giving him instructions so all he had was that one scripture when he went there i don't i don't know why i didn't ask him why did he go that sunday but he hadn't been back and he was planning on going uh last sunday to back to the church. This so is what we're he, facing.
3: Did he say he had conviction uh, and saw himself as a sinner in need of Jesus no Christ? My. So,
1: no, ma'am. He no. He
3: there was nothing wants, there, mother,
1: but that one scripture.
3: All he wants is not to go to hell. Right. That's, that's right. right. That's his, but oh, he doesn't understand do. that sin separates us from God. God is holy. Right. He's not entertaining. The word says, if any man be in Christ, I said this before, he's a new creation. But it also says we're bought with a price. Jesus paid the yes, price ma'am. of his life for us. So there's not only, there's an impact from being saved. If there's no change in you, if there's no recognition that I'm who I am as a sinner and I need salvation through Jesus Christ and that I'm no longer Edith Smith, but I'm now bought with a price. I belong to God. I can't live a life pleasing myself and then at the end expect that the Lord is somehow going to take me in because I don't have who has bought the right for me to have entry into heaven. You know, so there's so much confusion. It's like where do you start with somebody who doesn't they definitely gotta listen though. If you keep repeating the same scripture then you don't hear anything else,
1: yes, we don't we don't know if the pastor's wrong. We, we, we got to we can't worry about the pastor. We get witnessing to this young man.
3: That's what he thought
1: of I know, but that's we we gotta grab him right here, right here in the street when you're talking to him and he brings this up. You you can't say well your pastor wrong. You got to deal with this young man.
3: Right here we just from gonna, the word,
5: and you know, all you got. This. So I say something from the word. Yes, deal with him right, from,
3: from the word. Yeah, can, from the word. Can I say
5: something, Pastor? Yes. yes, go ahead. Here's some. there's a more people out there. Praise the Lord, saints. And what you're saying is, when what you're speaking to is what you know. There's a whole lot of people out there don't know. God the way that you know God and they are taught. Holy Lord God. I didn't know a thing about holiness before 1978. I knew there was holiness church, but I didn't know what the doctrine was and teaching the Bible said we grow in the knowledge. Here this person has been told all their life. They're going to heaven. All you got to do is be a good child be a good christian and you going to heaven and he confessed that he believed that jesus christ is the son of god and that's all he know and he died that's all he know and he dies does he go to heaven or he go to hell now he didn't live the good christian life he don't know nothing about this repent and be baptized he know that he he, get, he had to be a good Christian and, and go to church on Sunday. And but he ran across you, who told him he was You know, ran across the mother who told him, "Oh yes, we need a ticket." And ran across the elder, and he'd say, "I'm saved. I know. I, I've been. I've been. I've been this way all my life." And he leave you and walk away from you because he, he consider you just a, a nutcase. And he die. So who's the judge? God's judging for his knowledge. Hallelujah, God. All you know, he had to ask God to forgive him when he was here. Oh, I shouldn't have got drunk last night. Oh, I shouldn't have cussed out the other guy. Dr- he repent for the and, and he dies. Hallelujah. But you don't have time to teach him, Hallelujah, when you meet him on the street. If you take away his salvation that he has, the little bit that he has, and he go away from there confused. What have we done? If, yeah, I, I'm I'm saying, what has if he sat down in class and you can teach him and you got Got him tomorrow, you got him next Sunday, you got him next week, and you can teach him the way of holiness, the way of righteousness. But if he, he you run across him and they'll tell you, man, have a blessed day and don't know what it is to be blessed. Hallelujah, God. So we grow in, in the knowledge and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And there's so many people, I am fearful of a person when it comes that he's saved i'm fearful taking that from him and don't give him something hallelujah god that he can believe in he believing in him i saw a fellow in mcdonald's laying on the floor drunk as a skunk and we told him man you're going to hell you know that no i ain't going to hell i'm I, i'm saved i'm a preacher and i had no more else nothing else to say and we left out Hallelujah. God left him laying there in the floor. But he was there, drunk as a skunk, rolling around on the floor in McDonald's, talking me he's the preacher and he's saved. Hallelujah. Then God is the judge. I leave it to God. I don't want to take, you, you know, when we're born, when we come to Christ and we say we're saved, we are like babies. And you can't give a baby uh um poke chop hamburger. Hallelujah. He, he got it, you got to nurse him with a little. Nipper and he don't know his mother from somebody else with a breast can breastfeed him. So when a person says he's saved and don't know, he just don't know. So we have to be I think we have to be careful for that soul because uh, we can kill the letter killeth. Hallelujah Lord God. And God knows we, we cut a whole lot of folks with this word. You just have to be be careful. That's all.
1: Keep my mouth. Well, I I didn't want to destroy because you can really destroy him quick. Uh, But I had to tell him about repentance. I had to explain to him that he's going to have to repent and why he needs to repent and what Jesus came here and did and why the Bible says you got to believe it by faith. And so uh, hopefully uh, one night he'll come on here. I gave him this uh, site uh, to come on, but uh he has questions. When he left out he didn't he didn't seem upset. He seemed okay and uh and walked away. Uh but it seemed like you know he wasn't gonna give up on God. He I, I didn't seem to, he didn't walk away mad that I took his uh ticket <laughs> away from him to heaven. <laughs> so I, so I, I hope that he would uh, come <laughs> and uh was get on the website on 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 uh, a Wednesday night or on Sunday, but it to come up on that here, have options to, uh, but as we were discussing and and what I want to do on the Bible study so in my spirit was to, to let us know that we have to be able to, to explain salvation, we have to explain repentance. Uh The old teachers, when we came along, took us down Romans, however, I don't know if y'all remember that romans how were there you had to learn those uh scriptures over there in romans uh romans 3 and 23 and romans 5 and 8 and 6 and 23 uh then then you got to 10 and 9 but it was a process you had to learn that but the sin the wages of sin is death uh you had to worry learn about the Everybody has come short of, have sinned and come short of the, the glory of God. And in that process, you're learning about sin and why you need to repent and turn your life over to, to Christ. Uh, I couldn't give them all of it. I just explained the basics of what repentance is. And so when you walk in and you share these things, you might run across with but I'm just saying being courage, I might have give you an extreme example. Uh, but God wants us to be prepared because these people out here, uh, you can't walk up to, to somebody and just shoot them without the spirit of the antichrist being in, mm. uh, or dealing with them. So that's what we walked up against. Um, uh, people that want to do, they want to kill. They don't, they don't have no regard for life or no morals, Um uh, And have no idea what, when we talk about righteousness and uh, holiness, they're in a different level than where we're at. But God's got, we got to bring them to the word of God and take the word of God to them. When we're talking to them, some kind of way that the Holy Spirit is going to lead and guide us to be able to be a witness to those individuals so that they can be saved. Because God desires everybody to be saved. He, I mean, to be born again, to be live a holy life and sanctified life, uh, uh, and just be justified uh, and be baptized in the Holy Spirit. God wants all of us to have all that, and and we have it, and we live living in peace. We live in in in, in 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 love of God, and now it's our turn to give it to them. And they're this is is a like they're in a reprobate. Don't make mine. We talking holiness. There, what man holding? Anybody? Anybody know holiness around here? You see holiness around here? Just get what you can. And get get it before he. What is that saying? Get get him before he gets you. I think that's how he said it. You know, something, <laughs> uh, something like that. Anyway, that shows you their mentality is not about love, and we all about love. We want him to be saved. We don't want to tell him he's not saved. We want to show him what the requirements of salvation is. And and they don't want to hear it. So we got to some kind of let the Holy Spirit touch their heart and pray while we're there and pray that they receive this word uh, that they can be saved, truly be saved. And we all have loved ones that want to be that we want them to be saved. And, and some of them will tell you right now. Uh, they say, uh, "Once save, always saved." Uh, and, and how how they get that? I don't know. How, how did the preacher go around in the McDonald's talk about I'm saved mm-hmm. uh, uh, and drunk as a skunk? But he's saved. It doesn't it doesn't seem right. How do um, the world believe that you can drink Clorox and get rid of uh, COVID nineteen? Uh, But they did, and people drank Clorox. Uh, So that means they'll believe anything besides the Word of God. And here we are, five, six, trying to tell them about what salvation and who God is, and about the love of God and how He sent His only begotten Son to what to be the propitiation for our sins. He was our He was the ransom for my salvation, for me to be saved. He paid the price. And we got to convey that to the world, that they will grasp it and embrace it, and cry out to God, what must I do to be saved? Mm. That's a challenge to us. But you know what he told us suddenly? <laughs> you go, I'll be with you.
2: <laughs>
1: no man will be able to stand up against you. Hallelujah. No one will come against you because I'm going with you. And as the other right told us, they already knew you was coming. They already heard that it was coming. So God has already prepared a way for us. Or we gotta get up off the couch. We gotta get up and go uh, in uh, our comfort zone, come out of our comfort zone and strike up or bring forth the word that people would just, if we just say Jesus love them. We can't say you be blessed because they say you be blessed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You 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 can't say. you can't say uh, uh this random cliche stuff because they say, oh yeah, you God yeah. bless you. Yeah. You know, so you got to have to come up with say do you know who Jesus is? Do you know Jesus loves you? To just get a conversation going, to break the ice. We have to find a way to let the Holy Spirit, in. the Holy Spirit, that's where we all have gifts and the Holy Spirit know how to use your gift to open the door. Mother Smith gave us a testimony. How this lady on her job knew she had the gift to touch Mother Smith to make her be curious enough. I said, "Let me go see what this Holy Spirit is talking about. Let me, see, let me go see about this Holy Spirit." The deacon over in Germany had enough gift to get for me to be inquisitive to see what the Holy Ghost was. I already knew what church was, but I wanted to see what this power they talking about. I, I need this power that you're talking about. So I was inquisitive. When you're inquisitive, you want to seek. You, you, you're looking for it. What, I, I, what, when you're looking for God, he's knock on the door. <laughs> I'm at the door. Just come on in. Ask me. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. I, what's that? Uh, uh, ask, seeking and knock. So we just got to find a way how God wants us to go forward and be more effective witnesses for him in this world. Now, most of y'all know the scriptures. And I can quote some scriptures to you and you say, oh yeah, we got this from you. We can tell them about this and we can tell them about that. But you got to let the Holy Spirit lead you because each individual has a different way to come to Christ. You might just water. You might plant. Somebody else come. Water and God is the one that's going to give you what the increase. So it can't be discouraged. I, he left, he knew what repentance was, and he knew that there had to be a change in his heart towards God. And that was one of the requirements before you can be saved. You got to know, as Deke McLean said, you got to know what you're being saved from. And sin is not going to let it go. Think about it your flesh don't want to, man, please. When I was out in the world, I didn't. want to stop drinking. I don't want to stop going to parties. I don't want to stop doing the things that would make me happy, (laughs) make me feel good. There was a battle going on. But the word of God is a two-edged sword
0: Mm -hmm. that
1: cuts, (laughs) that make a way. And it cut me, but it's healed me at the same time. And let me be open enough to receive the word of God did I cry out, what must I be? I want to change your life. And that's how we got it. And and, and, and Mother, uh, when you said, uh, let me get uh, me, you got a little excited when you was explaining, it. that's what they wanted to see. They, they When you are uh, infectious, when you are so fired up about something, people look at you because they say, man, she she." let me hear what she got to say because she's doing and when you find up and you explaining something or trying to express the goodness of God and the love of God, people want to see that. People want to see that in you and me. Because, you know, oh, yeah, God, he, he, he already gone. He, yeah, yeah, he, he might not come when you want him, but he's sure on time. Yeah, okay. Well, then, I can take him or leave him. But when you got the love of God in you, you you want to let you want them to have peace. You, you want them to feel the love that God has for them. And that's what we have to do. We have to be infectious. <laughs> As COVID went around there and, 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 and shook up the world in and, and a couple of days or weeks, hallelujah. That's how we gotta be. And if enough of us get infectious, like the COVID-19, amen. The world has the world changed. Hallelujah. Souls to be saved. I don't think the world is ever going to change until Christ comes back. Souls, more souls to be saved. There'll be revival throughout the land. Amen. Anybody want to say comments? Go ahead, I
2: just wanted to uh, say one thing that we have examples of this in the Bible. And one of them is with Philip in the uh, Ethiopian, the eunuch. When he, um, number one, the Holy Spirit told Philip to go. And not just out, and then when he just heard the person read the scripture, he just asked, asked them, "Do you understand what you read?" And and he's like, "How can I understand unless somebody show me, somebody teaches me, and, and bring me?" and He broke down the word to him and gave him complete understanding of it. And so then he was like, "Okay, what's stopping me from doing this now?" So we do have that example that we are to show the people, even though they have read the scripture, but make sure they have that understanding, and the clarity of what they're reading and then what they need to do after that so we, we we have we have that in in the word of god amen
1: do you think and one more quick question on that? do you think when elder rice said to, the supervisor said to him i just want your presence at the meeting yo what would because he recognized if i got God in the midst and i'm standing with, and, and the presence of God. I just want the man of God to be there. Then we read that in the Bible? where The, the, the prophet, I just want him to it, it, just be there. If you go, I go. But you just be there. Because people want God. People see the difference in our lives when, when, against the people that they're going up against. They want favor with God. And we have to show them and demonstrate it in our lives that God is loves them and God loves us. They, they, and one more script I gave, I told him that you gotta abstain from the very presence of evil. And yeah, now it's Christians only want to hear that word, that verse. <laughs> they, they, what do you mean the the appearance of evil?
4: Yeah.
1: The appearance of evil. You might not even be doing nothing wrong, but it looks bad.
5: You ain't up to it. In
1: <laughs> in somebody else's eyes, it looks bad. And you got to stop.
4: It's, what What is it? Tight, what is right?
3: Fish to buy. Thank you for the inspirational and, and the charge this afternoon following up yep. even from Sunday. And I thank the Lord for Elder Proctor. I like it when he's on the lessons and I hope he continues to come because he brings that wisdom of the elders. And I was thinking about what he said about how much we feed people. You know, you can't give meat to a baby, but you also said work with them where they are. And it sounds like you, Picked up on that, his motivation was to avoid hell. Well, maybe he needs to understand when people came to Jesus saying, "I did this in your name. I did that in your name," and Jesus says, "Depart from me. I never knew you. Hmm. And that you need to come and learn what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be saved, what it means to be born again, so that you won't go to hell. We don't want. Jesus doesn't want you to go to hell, but you is." The other part that says you gotta learn of it. You gotta grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord. So if we can just get a hook in his jaw to get him to come in and learn the word. Cause I'm sure of the very appearance of evil went right over. Here. I mean, that was more than he could even comprehend. <laughs>
1: sure. I just threw that right at the end, mother. <laughs> Cause he, he was shaking his head. I think I, I, yeah, now that I look at it, he probably like that rich man talking to Jesus. And Jesus told him you wanna like one thing one
5: thing <laughs> and you <he> walk away <laughs> so, okay, I so I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I
1: did I, all this for all my life and you tell me I still lack one
5: thing <laughs> so, but know, bishop but, this, uh,
1: I, yes
5: the scripture tells us to be instant in season and uh, I think that it telling us that we have to be uh, on lookout for People like this. And I thank God for the light of the world that bides in us. He wouldn't have said nothing to you but being saved if he hadn't seen a light. He wondered what that light is. Hallelujah, God. So we let if we let our light shine and we be instant in season. They're gonna tell you, I'm, I'm saved. Okay you say God don't like ugly and ain't, ain't hooked on a whole lot of pretty either but God don't like ugly and they and they got a whole lot of ugly with them when they tell you they're saved and that's why they tell you they say saved because the ugly that's in them they see it and they see light in you that's your piece you. yes anybody
1: else I say Praise
5: God. Hey man, say truly, amen.
1: <laughs> we truly uh, uh, thank God for this uh I, I won't say Bible study, but I said rap session. Isn't that what they used to call it we're we'll gonna have a rap session? <laughs> talk about let's talk about this.
5: <laughs> I like Bible study myself.
1: Oh, oh Bible study. Okay, God, Bible study. All right, we've we been saying yeah, with Bible God, said. We're not going to go with nothing, nothing.
5: You you just told us You just told him to avoid the very appearance of evil.
1: <laughs> I, I recounted right, my I'm statement. It's, it's Bible study. I hope y'all understood enjoyed this Bible study. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Uh, we don't want nothing to look like the, the appearance of evil. Amen. Uh, but continue to pray, saints. Uh, we're praying. Uh, can you feel good enough to close out in prayer?
4: Father, thank you for the service that we received on tonight, the rap session, the Bible study, your word. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be able to come together. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to have open minds, open hearts. Lord, that desire to respond with obedience. We ask, oh God, that the word that we've heard on tonight, Lord, that we have the ability to absorb and govern our lives accordingly. We also ask, Lord, that you keep each and every one of us, oh God, until we can come together again. Father, we can't thank you enough for the provisions that you provide for us. We cannot thank you enough for the protection, oh God, that you provide for our families. Father, we want to give you all the glory and all the praise. We take nothing for granted, oh God, of your goodness and your mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.